You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 132. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Well, it's Crack Pack Like in Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 132. Ciento Crack, crack, crack. I got an e on, e on the intro, baby. What? John is excited. <laughs> I uh, am excited. For the road trip coming up for him later today. Oh, road well, trip. You know, I'm a little nervous about the road trip coming up later today, but uh, I am excited about being back and casting again. We've had a couple weeks off with the traveling and stuff going on. You two guys out of town, so now it's my turn, I guess. Yeah. Um, we'll so. hold it down over here, buddy. Yeah, good. Man, I, it's your time for an adventure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we'll do Joys of John Part 2 while you're going. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, welcome aboard. We're going to be coming to you with a cast. Uh, I think we're going to call it We Are All One. And I think we're going to hit on things, uh, you know, the human spirit, how we all have different gifts and talents and can kind of pull them together. And I think it's going to be a good good podcast. John seemed really fired up about it today. And that's, you know, he, he picked the topic. So I'm interested to see what he's got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, threw it out there. Let's go. We've we got to talk about this today. <laughs> He's extremely motivated about it, so I cannot wait for John to pull the weight here. Maybe he'll go up to like a point, I mean a seven on the point sharing seven. schedule, on the, share, <laughs> on the sharing scale, so who knows what's going to happen. But before we get uh, cracking in, we're going to throw it to John for the good old would you rather. What you got, buddy? Okay, guys, I'm not sure if I've used this one before or not, so if we have, somebody let us know. Um, we've done so many of these that it's tough to keep track now, um, so would you rather gelato or ice cream. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the difference? Do you know the gelato? I had gelato. Yeah, I had and, the uh, real gelato. Boston, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was in Little Italy where you had that, right? So it's probably kind of more authentic kind of stuff. That's pretty solid. Yeah, gelato. I had it. I feel like I've had it for the first time, like sometime in the last ten years. You know what I mean? It wasn't something I remember growing up. Like I want gelato. Yeah, like it was yogurt or it was ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gelato I had was pretty special because <laughs> when i first heard it i was like oh it's like a slushy right gelato is like an icy slushy mm-hmm. but what i had was more like an ice cream super creamy super rich um pretty decadent um and i was always more of a soft serve ice cream type fan so i like things that were a little softer and easier to eat um so i guess by default i'm answering this first um <laughs> i'm gonna go gelato <laughs> There you go, CC. There you go, CC. Yeah, I mean, it's just really awesome. So now I'm like pretty pumped when I can see I can get gelato. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like it for the treat, too, the gelato side of things. But um, I'm going to go with ice cream. Sticking it right there. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. You hear that? I've been doing a little accent there, too. I do that with the eyes a lot. Um, I, I just like ice cream a good bit. It doesn't really matter what it is. I think I used to love, like, the you know strawberry or 
um, sherbet type flavors, and I'm, I've started making my way more into the butter pecans of the world, cookies and cream, so Highlands mud. Man. Whew, man, yeah. Even throwing a cone every now and again. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with ice. Nice. What you got, John? Man, um, I'm gonna go with ge- the gelato. I'm I like CC. I one. haven't had it um, until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that I had it was out of the country. Um, either in probably Spain or Italy, um, and it's super delicious. So the big difference is it's made with a higher fat content milk. So that's, you're right, you know, more decadent, more rich, different flavors through there. So it's probably not, well, neither one of them are very healthy for you. <laughs> Less healthy for you. <laughs> but uh, it's a, a delicious thing. I'd, you know, I'd had it, I think, maybe one time before in the States, and I was like, eh, I don't, this isn't a big deal. But whenever I had the real deal stuff, it's, uh, it's something to savor. It's delicious. So I'm going to mm. go gelato. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Didn't That's know where awesome. CC was heading, but knew where John would be heading. Yeah, um, I was on the fence on that one. All right, guys. Let's wheel our way into the topic here on We Are All One. And I think, Craig, a great place to start is with John. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it is a great place to start. <laughs> you know, we're all living in, you know, different stages of life. We're all, you know, different places. But if you break it down to, you know, each individual, we're all part of a family. You know, you, you know, even if your family's passed away, you you were you belong to uh, a family. So it starts off, I think, on a smaller level, and then it, whenever you start branching out and you're looking at different things, you know, you look at your extended family, and you're you're part of that um, kind of culture, that group of people. And then there's other things in your community. You know, you can look at your neighborhood, you can look at the city that you live in. I think that all kind of brings everybody in under one one uh roof or one idea one little setting also you know you know you you branch out even further from there you know where you're from you know your nationality that kind of thing so i think there's a lot of different things for us to talk about i'm with steve that's the first thing i wrote down was just thinking about how are we all one you know you look at the world we're one world so we all mankind and then you break it down into countries and we tend to identify with our country so we're one country we cheer for each other and our cheer for our country in the olympics and then you go to the states and we tend to be a little more isolated and then you get down to your city you know everybody every time you break it down there's a there's a sense of community or a bonding with that group that makes you feel like you're part of a family um which then you go to the family level right and then ultimately marriage when you get married you're 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 the covenant of husband and wife coming together become one you know and so when you think of it like that it's pretty interesting how when you you can you can see it from the individual base and the individual right so maybe we'll talk about that like the many parts of your body and how they work together yeah i'm excited this is cool what do you think matt yeah i tend to agree with all that the first place that i start is uh you know the human spirit i like to talk about that very strong all of us have it all of us connected in a one way shape or form or another every time you know we see somebody i foresee we're looking into god um, when we look at them everybody's our brothers and sisters in christ so that's kind of where my mind went we're all really one uh you can look at it as a melting pot what however you want to look at the don't cook know, me um situation we're gonna glaze right by that uh, i did eat at a melting pot in gatlinburg <laughs> All right, we'll get back to that. Go ahead, Matt. Almost Sorry. asked you why you ate up there, actually. Um, but that's the first thing that comes to my mind is the human spirit. I think the human spirit's pretty awesome, too. You know, um, situations in which somebody's in need. My mom was telling a story the other day. She was 
driving, I think, with some of the grandkids, and there's a real bad accident, and the people that got out to help, et cetera. I think that's, that is that inner um, human spirit that, that we all have in us to, to help one another at times as well. What do you all think about the human spirit part of things? Yeah, there. I think it's a big component of it, and, you know, it, it all starts with, you know, we were made in the image of uh, God, so that's where all the human spirit, uh, I think, originates from, and then from there, you know, it kind of branches out, you know, we're made in his image and likeness, and um, that's something that I think if more people spent time focusing on some of those things, that there would be a lot less... Um, infighting going on you know in our families in our communities and around the world you know because we're all pretty similar um if you look at it in a really close microscopic level we may speak different languages we may enjoy different things but we're all pretty much the same so it's uh, it's pretty interesting how much we find that divides us <laughs> particularly in today's society yeah i think we have a tendency to focus on those you know five out of a hundred things we have different whereas the 95 out of a hundred we all you know have in common and and i think if we you know use a little gratitude which was also discussed in the precast Ooh, here yeah. uh to be you know grateful for all the things our our you know fellow brothers and sisters have and to i think it helps us relate to other people instead of trying to break people down you can relate to others because we all have so much in common I think that's a good point. You know, you said that we're talking about uh, the five things that we disagree on, and that tends to get a lot of the attention. Do you think that that those things have gotten more uh, lopsided like that, or do you think it's still generally the five things? Uh, you know, with separation in society now, with the different levels of conflict and things going on, it seems people are more driven apart now, I think, than, yeah, I think more, than growing mm -hmm. up. Do you still think it's the same kind of things that are dividing us, or do you think that... The five is going to three. I think it might be going to more because I think that's somewhat to do with, you know, or eight. technology information is always uh, immediately at hand from different, you know, realms. It could be anything out there, really from news base, on your phone, social media, all that. So when you have, the more opinions you have, I think the more that there is a way to, to find the differences. So I would think the differences would go up some. Definitely with the, the increase in technology, I mean, it definitely amplifies, you mm -hmm. know, you, th those things that are uh, higher explosive things, I think, are definitely amplified to a greater extent. It does seem like if you look back at in history that things have become more, I don't know, divisive over time. I think families, the family unit, you know, the community, maybe the human spirit were more, uh, more obvious in society and more, um, more unified. I don't know. I just feel like when you look back over time, if you go way back, and for those of us that are Christians, you know, God made us, you know, Adam and Eve, if you want to start there, they were nude, they didn't recognize each other's nudity, but when sin came into the world, that's when they realized there was a difference, you know, and you go back to that human spirit where deep down we were designed to just, you know, love each other unconditionally without any reservation, and so, like Steve said, we're, we're made in the image of God, that's who he made us, that's what makes us different than animals, right? Animals don't have the ability to, I mean, there might be some affection, but you could argue that might be sort of a learned condition, Right. Um, and I think there's some, but it's not the same as human affection, right? They don't have a soul like we have a soul. And, you know, God created us to love and, and to be that, that image of him. And I think it's that spirit we see in each other, the ability, like, when you really break it down, political parties, beliefs, just one human looking at another human. And if you take away all that, I mean, we are one in that human spirit. And I think it's what we're, God designed us to be is that. So hopefully, 
you know, it could motivate us to try to turn things around and help create less divisiveness amongst our peers and our community. Um, become more one instead of separate, right? Because I think the more stuff you add that divides you, the, the more it ch- breaks you away. You sort of makes you not one, but many different groups, and then you start having conflict, and then nobody's happy. Amen, Brother CC. So uh, you're saying the movie's a lie. Not all dogs go to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to upset some people. But, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll never know, right? Until we, uh, We'll find out one day. Huh? <laughs> we'll find out one day. <laughs> you know, another thing that came... Point, great point, CC. <laughs> That, uh, that comes to my mind is the we all have unique gifts and talents and being able to mesh those gifts and talents together um, to, to create something good you know that's a, a good example is like playing sports I, I, I like that you know when everybody's working together and is one as a unit the team generally speaking has a much greater propensity to propel versus you have a couple guys who are like pulling all the rope here uh, and not really wanting to work together just kind of about themselves self-centered what do y'all think about that idea? I think I, I think we see that a lot in sports. We see that a lot in the work environment. You know, our teams that we work with, uh, people that work for us, with us, et cetera, at work. I think it's really cool the fact that we all do get our certain gifts and talents that, you know, we're given and being able to figure what those are and use them to the best of our abilities and then mesh with other people to create something really cool as one. Yeah, you know, I think that's the beauty of it. I think if we were all the same and everybody had the same gifts and talents, it would be pretty weird um you know nobody would do anything better than anything else um so i think it's it's a great opportunity to build relationships to build friendships to build um you know a lot of different things in life whenever you have those differences and you can recognize your strengths the strengths in uh someone else and uh, try to get yourself and the other people to utilize those talents in a way that would be beneficial. Maybe it is for a business or maybe it is for uh, a teamwork or maybe it's just for, you know, bringing someone closer, you know, bring someone closer to the family or bring for someone closer uh, into a relationship with God. So um, I think those are all great, great things. We briefly mentioned this before the podcast. I don't know if one of y'all are going to mention it, but the Bible, you know, one Corinthians uh, chapter 12, Verses 12 through 27 is an entire section that's basically the summary is one body with many members. And it mm-hmm. just goes on to talk about how we are one body. But if you look at your own body, um, you know, if the if the foot were to say to the hand, I'm not a hand, so I can't be part of the body or vice versa, the body doesn't work unless you have all the parts. You know, a hand can't do what a foot can do. A foot can't do what a hand can do. The eyes, without them, you couldn't do anything. So everybody needs to work, your ears, your eyes, your feet. And I think that's a good representation of us as a community of coming together and helping each other. Like you mentioned, we're all given different strengths. Uh, my wife and I did a little uh, program called Living Your Strengths. We talked about that. Oh, man, I wanted to do it. Super awesome. Man, it's just, it just basically shows these 20-something attributes and like your top four are basically who you are. It's your personality. It's based on a test you take. So there's no denying it. You read it, you're like, yep, that's me. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people struggle because they want to be something that they're not. They're like, they're fighting this thing. Like instead of embracing who God made them, they fight that. And But once you know how God made you, you can often accomplish the things you want to accomplish through the gifts God gave you. But maybe, like y'all mentioned, finding a team. You know, a team doesn't work with one person. You have to have a group. And I think about some of these really successful CEOs out there. They say stuff like, I just tried to hire as many people I could that were smarter than me, right? Mm-hmm. They surround themselves with people that are smarter, that know more, and they're just good at sort of leading the team. That's their gift. But they can bring the talent to achieve the goal. And so 
Um, I think once you know your strengths, it, it actually is kind of fun to find your friend's strengths and your spouse's strengths and helps you kind of work together. And if I was going to do something now, I, and I'm, I've learned this in some of our business things we've talked about, you know, find somebody who can do the thing that you can't do because that's their gift. That's their talent. And they love doing it. So you're helping them fulfill their purpose. And, and at the same time, it's helping you and your, and your purpose and everybody's happy. That's exactly what we're doing with this podcast, Greg. There you go. You know, when I wanted to start the podcast, didn't want to do it by myself. Wanted to bring in people who had talents that I did not have. And John, <laughs> you're welcome for this opportunity. It has come for you to shine forth. And I, you know, it couldn't make me happier to see. Well, but on a serious note, great. I do think we kind of all mesh well on the podcast. Good example. Absolutely. No, it's it's been a great, great opportunity, great thing to do. Um, some of the things that you were talking about just now just made me think of, you know, Hot Dog over here has been talking about finding a wife and getting somebody to share his life with and maybe make some babies. Um, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking that, you know, he needs to find a sturdy young lady, a sturdy one. Oh, sturdy. To catch him whenever he falls because you know he's not very <laughs> nimble on his feet when he's going hiking. <laughs> Dude, I've been hiking a There's lot been a few the bruises. last year. It sounds like he's getting better at it, though. He's had some, <laughs> some Somebody that could catch him whenever yeah. he's yeah. having a six-foot Maybe fall. a power lifter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Craig, you said a lot of really good, deep things, and that's where John took that. <laughs> baffling. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, I'm trying to help you out, buddy. <laughs> but, but, but there is something I wanted to come back to, Craig, that you said earlier. You're talking about dogs, and it made me think of nature. And our recent brushes with nature and the bears. Um, the bears. The on bears. Our, uh, bears. <laughs> <laughs> on our recent trips to, respectively, Tennessee and North Carolina for Craig and I, um, we ran into some bears outside. And I think it's a pretty neat thing, you know, when I go hunting, hiking, uh, do meditating, just being outside. What do y'all think about being one with nature? That, that for me, really makes me feel one with our Creator, with the Lord. Um, that is something that's... that's uh, that brings me a lot of fulfillment in my life. And I, I like to find time and ways to do that, even throughout a normal mundane day. What do y'all think about, about being one with nature? No, man, I love it. I think it's awesome. Uh, I actually had the opportunity to get out on the boat this morning, go out and spend a little bit of nice. time in nature, caught Good, a couple John. of speckled trout. So and nice. a, a nice little... Uh, the calm before the storm, man. Yeah, it actually rained a little bit this morning, so I actually had to wait a little bit longer. So I think there's always... Um, little nudges little uh avenues of um god revealing himself through nature like that it's you know you have to spend your time out there in that in it in order to observe it and see those things so i think it's a great opportunity uh if you get the chance or maybe you need to make the chance you know it also you know we're all on this planet together it's something that you know this is our one place that we can live we hadn't made it to um mars yet and i'm not going even if they uh going to start sending people because i don't think i can fish or do anything like that up there so those are things that i think that we all need to utilize and take care of and uh, be the best stewards of it stewards of it as we can yeah you know going to tennessee this weekend it's just it renews your spirit you know being outside the trees yeah the more waterfalls. grounding like that baby it's the grounding, grounding connecting yeah. and touching the Good rocks example. touching the trees you know matt's been all over it for years now and so hopefully i'll get to do it a little bit more and just reminds you of God's artwork. You can look at a, a river or a waterfall or some trees and just all the shadows and the colors and the lights. And it's like just all inspiring. And then, you know, you think about these people who they pass away and they get cremated and the families spread their ashes back into the into nature. It's kind of like it reminds you these trees that have fallen like, you know, they had wildfires up in Gatlinburg and they've, you know, kind of been 
brushed aside. Now new plants are growing mm-hmm. in, and they're just returning back to the earth and dust. And you know, there's that, th- that saying on Ash Wednesday. You know, yeah, your dust and dust your shall return. Yep. And Matt said it many a time. Snap of the fingers, gone. So you know, we came from dust. We're going to return to dust. But it's all God's creation, and we're just gonna, it makes you want to really appreciate it and enjoy it while you can, and um, and and just go and renew your spirit. And it's pretty awesome. All right, guys. I think those are some great points on uh, all becoming one, and um, I really enjoyed it today. But before we get this thing wrapped up, we're going to flip it over to John for the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. Johnny, what you got, bub? Well, as y'all know, um, I've got three young girls um, at my house now that live in the yard and uh, make me breakfast uh, on a consistent (laughs) basis. So I've been having a great time raising my chickens and getting the eggs and uh, watching the kids run around and have fun with them. Um, But I had the brakes put on me this week. (laughs) The CDC put out some guidelines that um, because of the salmonella outbreak, you should stop snuggling with your chickens uh, in order to decrease the, the spread oh. of the salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking it under consideration. <laughs> you just pet them gently from a distance. I'm sure John's just going to still be warmly embracing. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine are still pretty pretty wild because of my kids. So <laughs> it's tough to sneak up on them and cuddle even if you wanted to. <laughs> So the chicken snuggling is not happening. Well, it actually says don't kiss or snuggle with oh, the chicken. Oh, either one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just wondering how those chickens are going to hold up when John goes up to his little family trip here for about a yeah, week or so. Yeah, gonna be they're going to be lonely. Um, you should stop in on your way to so work. You drive and, right there. Stop like, and hey FaceTime you so you can talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> just say hey, girls. They don't, they don't think it's me. That's funny. Oh man. Well, guys, we uh, appreciate everybody tuning in with us. If you've got any thoughts, tips on uh, becoming one or how we're all one in life, we'd love to hear from you. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, it would mean a lot to us. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me? Living by my